Hey folks, Griffin here. It's that time of year again, a special, special time of year, where you can gather the whole family around the jam box, and you can play this most most precious Candle Nights episode of My Brother, My Brother, and Me. We promise we're going to keep it clean, cleaner even than years before when we didn't actually keep it all that clean. But this time, we mean it. You know we're good for it. So listen ahead with virgin ears. That was that was gross but that was the last gross thing that we're gonna say on the show on the whole episode i guarantee it come come round, papa mimim daddy there's two dads there's two dads and one mom in this family it's a great it's a great and crazy family come round, everyone gather around for my brother my brother and me's third annual candlelight spectacular Over the hill. Lordy, lordy, look who's 40. What do you what? mean? It's Jesus' birthday. Oh, he I is, see. Okay. He's getting up there. I see what one, you did there. One more birthday, one year closer to death, and then life again. Right after it. <laughs> Happy three, birth- like three days afterward. Happy birthday, Jesus. Hey, it's Jesus' birthday. Uh, otherwise, it's, actually, it's probably a lot of people's birthdays. It's probably a lot of people's birthdays. It's mainly Jesus' birthday here. My brother, my brother, and me, Candlelight Spectacular. What a bummer it must have been when you know the years are counting down to you piecing. Like his 33rd birthday, his 32nd birthday was at one. Like he had to know something was up. Now, Justin, you and I both know that that is not the way that the Roman calendar works. Sure, it is. It's how it's what. What is it? Why is it one? Why is it two? What do you guys think is going to happen in two years? <laughs> I do want to also note that I, I did transplant this joke from an episode of Dinosaurs. Where oh, they talked wow. about what's going to happen, what's gonna happen in 60 I, I thought it sounded familiar and also hilarious. <laughs> well, that's from Dinosaurs. <laughs> so, but imagine. Do we have to start? Do we have to start annotating every time we steal a joke from dinosaurs? Because this show's going to become like one third longer. This is our Christmas holiday funtacular, otherwise known as Candle Nights, is when we is a non-nominational, non-traditional holiday celebration where the only real rule is just be yourself. No rules, just no right. No rules, just and, right. It's and like also holiday no, outback. And also no cursing. There's no cursing. That's I guess the only rule. So one rule, just right. The annual, did you guys know we don't do a Christmas tree? We just do an awesome blossom. And then we mm-hmm. decorate that awesome blossom. <laughs> and then we watch over the span of a month as it rots on the ground. <laughs> exactly. Boy, the and dogs sure like uh, candle nights at our house. When the stink mm-hmm. is so bad that you can't be in the same house as the candle nights awesome blossom, then you throw it away and then you have a big party to celebrate <laughs> that your house mm-hmm. doesn't smell like rotten, stinky onions anymore. <laughs> Now, this, of course, is an advice show. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. I'm your middlest brother, Travis McElroy. I'm your sweet baby Jesus brother, Griffin McElroy. <laughs> Guys, I have almost sworn like three times already. Yeah, yeah it's pretty tough. It's, it's like hanging over at Nani's house. 
and not dropping them. You know, it's like one of those like psychological things where it's the don't push the red button thing. Like as soon oh, right. as we sure. announce we can't curse, and it's then you press, and do. then you press the red button, and then a random person on Earth dies, and then you get a million dollars. Don't scratch exactly. That. Don't mm. scratch that place there. Mm. I think that the thing that is important to know. First off, if it's your first time listening to us, welcome. We're so happy that a family member has turned you on to, the to sh- our to show. The show. Oh, wow, <laughs> And uh, do want to do want to reemphasize that while we will not be using curse words in the traditional sense, we will be exploring ideas that are extremely upsetting exactly. to uh, adults and children alike. But no cursing, but you no will cursing. wish. We there, have was, a th- there was a linguistic shorthand to express <laughs> some of the complicated psychosexual ideas we will be delving into. <laughs> we have effectively lowered the letter grade of our uh-huh. uh, of our podcast rating uh, down exactly one step. I would like to take this time to apologize for all the screaming that you'll probably be hearing on my end. I live on a, uh, a, a street in Austin known for its Christmas light displays, and the kids are out in full force, and for some reason, they're gut reaction to seeing a bunch of christmas lights is to scream as if someone was beating them with a pipe <laughs> i just love the holidays i don't i haven't looked outside i don't think there's anybody is it like an all. excited scream or like a horrified like how could they scream um it's it's a guttural it's just it's it's just like almost like they're having a contest to see who can scream as if their their screams illuminate the lights even brighter if wow. as if their screams provide the lights with the precious wattage that they need these are par- these are families like driving through the street right and well, no mostly walking we had carolers honestly i had carolers last week i didn't know how to handle it i just stood on the porch I almost, I almost asked you why parents would roll down their windows to share their screams in the neighborhood. <laughs> but then I imagined the alternate personality who's like, "Let's keep those windows rolled up and just keep, keep all those, this for oh, me." Let's just bake in those. Let's hot box those screams. Love you know, it. actually, so yesterday when Justin and I did some magic, um, uh, I'm I gonna watched, need everybody to. I'm gonna need. I'm just gonna need a quick pause to explain. We did some magic together. Oh, do you need more than that? Like special holiday magic? Did you make wishes come true for... We did make it snow inside with the love in our hearts. And okay. we also went to Great Wolf Lodge and did Magic Quest. Oh, and man. And defeated a dragon. We did it with a little kid. Wait. We did it with a little kid present. Wait. Okay. We did. We took a little kid with us. Wait. Wait. <laughs> I Wait. gave a cape to a little kid. <laughs> I, I, uh, I, this is true. I bought a cape and it was $8. <laughs> it said Magic Quest on it. I was wearing it uh, to the side like a baron or Shazam. <laughs> <laughs> it got too itchy for my neck. And I, I, there was this little kid who was help- named Ryan who was helping Travis to defeat. And by little kid, like four years old. Like and four he years was old. legit helping me. Shot, I was you got to use the ice arrow now. <laughs> and I was watching all this happen. And I said, uh, here, Ryan, I think you deserve this cape more than I do. And his, and then I handed it to him, and and later we were in the back in the room, and we were telling this story to my father in law, and he said that his mom was there, right? And I realized <laughs> that only did then did I realize that giving a magical cape to a five year old is probably the creepiest thing I've ever done. Right. Yeah. Well, also well, the point of my story here is I watched so many parents carry their children away towards their rooms screaming like yeah. you know and the, and the parents just continuing on with their conversation with each other as though the child wasn't screaming and i imagine that it's got to be like when you decide you're going to show your kid something awesome or take them somewhere cool 
you have to know that at the end of the day, they're going to end up screaming. Yeah, guess what? You're not a wizard anymore. Sorry. Yeah, yeah let's go. Right? You're going to go back to being a second grader. Oh, you don't like that trade-off, I imagine. So I imagine you have to like build up You're some a wizard, Harry, but now you're not anymore because it's Tuesday. And it's time <laughs> now to it's school. bedtime, Harry. Now it's time to go to Grandma Jones, Harry. Uh, so listen, you know what? This is still a, an advice show. We should we should get out there and uh, and uh, and help some people. Let's get our hands dirty with Yule. Yeah, my family is a rather boring one in terms of gift giving. Over the past five years, we've mostly exchanged looks, DVD. <laughs> Sorry, exchanged <laughs> books. <laughs> Sorry, I got you this look. Oh, Check this out. It's blue steel. Okay, we've mostly exchanged books, DVDs, and music. My parents own electronic readers, and owning physical media is for old maids now. I feel entirely unfulfilled giving out iTunes codes or whatever nonsense lets me gift digital goods. Should I just settle for disappointing codes as gifts, stick with increasingly obsolete formats of gifts, or take an entirely different approach? That's from Luddite in Lambertville. First of all, I don't I don't think giving DVDs, books, and stuff, is and music is boring. Because if you were to cut out those three things, it does not leave a lot of like other pop culture media. Well, no, but you can reach outside of the of the pop culture realm, outside of that zone. Maybe you can get me a colander. That's none of those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you can't like do you can't do a year of all colanders. That's true. I, <laughs> I guess I can't do that. I, can't. I guess he got you there. I also I'm saying like you wouldn't you wouldn't want to like when you're taking away your haul at the end of the day just have a like a box full of kitchen goods. I mean you have a point, but in my defense, um, it's it's kind of hard to to like strain pasta or mm-hmm. cook broccoli um, through your through your Pixar Brave DVD, you know? Well, if you only have the one, you have to knit them together into a DVD That's going to be a... I'm going to tell you right now, Trevor, that that's going to be a pretty bad colander. I'm just saying... <laughs> unless you are cooking... Um, I do that? appreciate the, the the hand-woven DVD colander you got me last year, mm-hmm. but it is not effective. What's that? Okay, there fat, are many shards. Feelings are hurt. What's that fat pasta that looks like Cinnabons? Tortellini. That's the only pasta you can do in there, and that's pretty much, that's pretty much its only use. Did you say Torbaloni? I said Torbalone. I said Tor- Timberlake. Um, <laughs> I agree that it's not a great... I think as part of a gift package, uh, like as part of a suite of gifts you're getting someone, mm-hmm. a code is probably very good. Yeah. you uh, got The trick to good gift giving is to mix it up like that, right? Like, get me an iTunes code, because I spend roughly $450 on iTunes every week, and... You know, the more you can cut down that number for me, the more I appreciate it. Then get me something from the heart, you know, something that you made with your hands. Mm-hmm. Then maybe get me something awful to, like, temper my expectations <laughs> for the fourth gift, which is another iTunes card. <laughs> so this is all about- you want to cycle through. It's the ups and downs. Good Christmas gift giving is really all about muscle confusion. It's really all about zigging, zigging. I'm left. doing gift. I'm doing gift insanity. Zigging left, then zigging really hard right, and then giving me an iTunes. You're basically card. suggesting giving gifts like a senile great aunt. Mm-hmm. It's basically, you know, uh, what about a handmade iTunes gift card? <laughs> I love Ooh. that. You <laughs> just stitch it together. It's a post-it note, and you wrote 16 random characters on it, and you said best of luck. <laughs> Maybe. How about it, Etsy? <laughs> or you just get like a bag with cut up letters and numbers in it, and then you oh. have them pick their own sixteen digits out. 
Oh, that's And that funny. way it's like you make your own code and, and luck be a lady. Yeah. Something to do with the kids. You exchange it, and it is actually for luck be a lady. But it's actually that awful version that that guy from the Eagles did. That's like a. It's kind of mm-hmm. like a kind of like a reggae jam. You guys ever? Heard I don't that? know. I I oh, don't know boy, what the, what a code is because I don't do a lot of purchasing online. Um, is that like you get a code for a specific album or for a specific like it's basically e-book? Just bucks, usually. or is it like a gift card? It's so it's so hard to tell. I don't I don't know how to do it. This person has a point. Like everything is going digital, but I don't yeah. want to give I don't want to give somebody like I don't want to give somebody like a slip of paper and say this can be a gift. This is a gift voucher, <laughs> you know? Because then you're basically this is getting your doorway a doorway to a gift. But yeah, isn't, that, I, isn't doesn't Christmas exist so that you like? I will download the music for myself on iTunes, but Christmas exists so you can hand me a CD. Like, right. I don't think it's about the most convenient thing anymore. It's about, well, let's be honest, Christmas is about the merch. Right. It's about the goods. Well, no, but... What? Nobody, wait, what? Nobody wants to walk away from Candlelight's just no, with a with a with nothing to play with. Right. right? That's the thing. If, so, if a Nerf gun fight breaks out, you can't fire an iTunes gift card. Well, so you, guess, can. You, can, you, you can. You can. It's, it's incredibly dangerous and expensive, because... Mm-hmm. Because where talk- go? You're talking about like ten apps. You're throwing, you're weaponizing ten apps, and you're throwing it, and it's very sharp. I guess I don't have a good answer. <laughs> I guess so I guess really the answer know. is you get a book, and then inside of it, you write the code yeah, for the thing they want. Actually, you can get the code, and they'll use the code to get a gift, and cool. But like, please don't, please don't fool yourself into thinking that you're getting a very thoughtful gift. Like, right. don't. It's not, but if like your family is is very utilitarian, they may appreciate that. They're not going to buy. They want they're not going to take your ten dollars iTunes gift card and then go buy the greatest hits collection of Billy Ocean, and then every time they listen to that Billy Ocean MP3, be like, "Oh man, thanks, Chuck. Oh <laughs> yeah. man, you remember when Chuck hooked me up with this Billy Osh?" The wor- the worst part about gift cards is you can't impose your taste on other people, right? Mm-hmm. You Unless you write. Use this to buy Billy Ocean on the I iTunes. I swear, gift card. if I find out you didn't buy Billy Ocean's Greatest Hits volumes one through ten, then I am hey, done with you. Hey Bryce, do you mind if I get on your computer real quick and check my email? Scan, scan, scan. Mm, can't help but notice. I don't see this. Oh, I noticed you got some new, some new biscuit on here, but I don't see that Billy Ocean. Maybe they're. Uh, maybe you got Billy Ocean in the cloud. Did you mm, put Ocean you, in the cloud? Did maybe. Did you toss Ocean in the cloud? Let me check. Mm, nothing in the old Dropbox. I am confused, Bryce. I left explicit instructions on the phone. <laughs> Did you burn it? Did you burn Osh to a disc? And oh, maybe you do- have like maybe an Osh like portable hard drive. <laughs> do you have your Osh on a on a, on a jazz drive? Like <laughs> peruse your jazz drives. So we don't know. We Next don't question. Know. Next question. Sorry. Here's a but here's a gift card. Thank you. Move along. Thank Thanks you. for playing. Sorry. What would you do? Next question. <laughs> Here's our next guest. So don't just sit there. Up until, <laughs> now, up until now, my wife and I have alternated spending the holidays with my family one year and hers the next. Mine involves a rather pricey flight out east, while hers is a 5.5, sorry, five and a half hour drive away. We figure we're at the age where it's time to start our own traditions and want to start spending Christmas at home. This. <laughs> What is wrong with me? I'm having a stroke. Here we go. I want to start spending Christmas at home. 
This isn't going to be much of an issue with my family since the cost involved with the flight to Christmas is an easy excuse. However, my wife's family already doesn't think we visit enough, despite the five and a half hour drive being relatively long for me as the only driver. And as soon as we start skipping the trip out east, they will sh surely start asking why we aren't visiting them instead. I thought you might know how we could break the cycle without causing too much family drama. Can somebody and explain from to me? From signed, seeking silent nights. Can someone explain to me what this question is asking? Because it was just I, a bunch of, in my head, all I heard was a bunch of directions. It's was, an algebra problem. I was saying that two families problem. leave the station, okay. traveling in opposite directions at each other. How much do they love each other? Um, Basically, these, this person wants to stop traveling at Christmas. Mm -hmm. And I guess the best I have for him is, yeah. Yeah, dude. Sorry. So <laughs> Next. But his we see every movie that, like came out in the 80s and 90s about being with your family on Christmas. Like, that's what it's all about. Let me reference Sorry. Uh, our friend Jonathan Taylor Thomas's performance in I'll Be Home for Christmas. Okay. It was Go awesome. Ahead. It was good. Is that <laughs> your whole reference? Anything, Thank you though. move on. Good <laughs> right? we, can't, we can't move on. I need a quote. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I, don't, I, don't, any... I can't quote it. I can just tell you how I felt when I saw it. I need any evidence that you know what it's about at all. It's about his dad wanting him to come home for Christmas and him saying he doesn't want to. And so his dad offers to give him a car if he's able to be home in time for Christmas. Jess dinner. Jessica Beale's in the mix, right? His GF. Wants him Is home, she? Wants him home real bad, except that some, some, some thugs take him. Don't want mm -hmm. him home with this GF. Don't want him to get that car. They super glue a Santa suit to him, throw him in the desert. All of a sudden, he's got to find his way home, but he doesn't have a card. He doesn't have, have any money. Doesn't have any documentation. How is JTT going to crack this nut? I'll tell you I was going to crack this night. It was Charms and his Wiles. Well, here's the thing. Okay, so real talk. Of course, of course, when you say to your family, either side, hey, we don't want to come home for the holidays, their reaction is not going to be like, cool, dude. Drop us a line. When it, like, There is no way to do this. Sad. Right. I mean, they're going to be upset. If you're asking how to do this without making them upset, the answer is you can't. You right. can't do that. Unless. Unless. You have a kid. There it is. Mm, that's the answer you're looking for. That's your only get out of jail free card because then you can say, "I don't, re I don't think he's ready to travel that far. Mm. I don't. Uh, we're pretty exhausted. We're just gonna spend it home with a family." And you get away with that for two years, and pretty soon you're building your own Christmas traditions with your kid mm -hmm. at your house. Now and then right. they're gonna this, come visit you. This step is vital. You have got to instill in this child. A holy fear of planes and cars. <laughs> you you need to ruin this kid. Um, trans transportationally speaking, you need you to know make how Dakota is about traveling. You know, if we get Dakota near a plane or a Sea Doo or any sort of a, a razor you scooter, need, if this kid walks too fast, <laughs> if I once told him that eagles could pick you up and carry you away. And he won't get near birds, period. Mm -hmm. He won't even watch the movie Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I love that movie. <laughs> and you know that's my favorite movie. And I can't even that. have it in the house now. If he sees the box on the shelf, he freaks out. I was going to share that with my son. <laughs> and now I have to keep it locked in a box in the basement. I made a new label for it. It's called Uncle Puck 2. <laughs> It's all part of the Buckiverse, if you think about it. <laughs> all John Candy movies are in the Buckiverse. No I, bull crap, though. The the uh, 
the dude in Home Alone um, is the same guy in Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, right? I mean, he doesn't. They don't explicitly say it, but ironically enough, the uh, entire movie of Home Alone was conceived because of the scene in Uncle Buck when Macaulay Culkin is talking to the guy through the mail slot. Mm. So that was like the that was the genesis of mm-hmm. of Home Alone. So you can make the argument that that is in the Buckiverse, and maybe there was that uh, alternate ending to Uncle Buck where he they were like, "What are you gonna do now, Uncle Buck?" He was like. I don't know. I've been thinking about training for the Olympics. Fast forward. <laughs> fast forward. To, and to fast sledding. To fast make a story. To go sleds. <laughs> but then they changed the title of that in theaters. To Air Buddy. To Air Buds. Sled, but sled Snow, buds Snow Buddies. Snow, Snow bud. Buddies. Snow Buds. Snow Business. <laughs> just joking. Just, just joshing around the ice with my friends who are dogs. Snow That's Business whole, like Snow Business. It's the whole title of the movie. So have a kid. Griffin Yoni Yahoo's. Have a kid on us. You know, I'm reading these, and I don't think they're going to be good for our, for the tone of this show. Yeah, about this one. Uh, this one was sent by Steve Lewis. Thank you, Steve Lewis. It's by Yahoo Answers User Question Mark, who asks, What would happen if you were to drink the water that was from where Frosty Snowman melted? Oh, no. What? No. <laughs> don't, don't dodge the question, you two. Um, oh, no. Justin, are you still close to Travis? Uh, no. Can you, take that, to... can you take that fool back to Magic Quest? I'm too far to comfort Travis. <laughs> oh, no. Travis has uh, a point, though. With his Travis's tears have a great point, um, which is that mm-hmm. Frosty is kind of like the most messed up of all of the right? holiday things. Because, like, no, it, imagine if, like, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer had, like, had, like, really bad MS. <laughs> Just, like... <laughs> just like ready to go you know what i mean like six to eight weeks that is what we're working with with frosty well, even like, more troubling is the fact that frosty references it in his song yeah. now before i melt away like mm. he knows his impending death his yeah. his heat related death is on the way yeah and he brings it up to some kids he brings it up instead of doing something instead of like moving to bismarck like do right? something about it dude. or right. visiting his friend bismarck key mm-hmm. bismarck I- put me in your cooler <laughs> Frosty you still got that stand up freezer, my man. Frosty and Snowman is a great way to teach your kids about death while still kind of dodging the question entirely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because he does if he does die, you're just kind of counting on that your kids won't remember the next time it snows. Yeah. Like, ah crap. Okay. Yeah. Oh no. All right. It now also, it's time to have this convo. It also dodges the question about um where babies come from, because you can just say that you just put like a magic hat on a lump of flesh. Mm-hmm. On a big sack of flesh and organs, and then you put a magic hat on it, and then it comes to life. And then well, isn't that wasn't there a Nickelodeon show about that with the mannequin and the magic hat? I assume that's where babies come from. Today's right. special. That's how Thank babies you. are born from mannequins. I also wonder if when Frosty melts, does he reconstitute? Is that's it like if you froze him and then like? I that is what? worrisome to me. Is if I drank right? the frosty frosty leavings. And then he attempted to reconstitute in my body mm-hmm. if he would just burst out like an alien. Or do you gain his his holiday power? Or does oh he? Do you become frosty at that point and like the, the snowman forms around <laughs> your body and consumes you? Okay. Hey Bryce, do you, you carry- kind of sound like you sound like Burl Ives. <laughs> What's going on in there? Do, wait, do you carry his spirit? 
Because mm. then I would think there should be an alternate ending to the hit film Jack Frost when his kid is just on hands and knees lapping up his dad. I, I, I got to get all of him. He's got I got to carry with me. What are you doing, Philip? I'm drinking my dad. I'm drinking my dad. He's really I've bad at driving. I got to save you, Michael Keaton. Get inside me. Come with me, Michael Keaton. Come with me if you want to live. Was Was Jack Frost the movie? That Michael Keaton did, and then just said, ah, I can't do movies anymore. <laughs> Let's be honest with myself. I can't be in movies for a while. My career's going to take a nap for a bit. <laughs> Jack Frost. exerted myself. What has Jack- he done since then? I'm worried about him. He's still around, uh, right? I mean, are you asking, is he alive? Yes. Okay, he's done some some one-offs, you know? He's been in some things. He was in a show called The Company, which is a TV miniseries. Mm-hmm. He was on that episode of 30 Rock, and he's I think he's in the new RoboCop, or Toy Story 4, or both. Mm-hmm. It's both. Is he, is he happy? <laughs> I don't know. When was the last time y'all wondered if uh, Michael Keaton was happy? Is he safe? Is he, has anybody, what was the last thing you did for Michael Keaton, other than buy Jack Frost on uh, VHS and DVD? And you bought it on VH. You bought it on VHS first, right when DVDs like started becoming a thing, and you felt like such a boob. You're like, ah, oh, if only I'd waited, could have gotten all those special features. If any, if anyone is listening and they're near Michael Keaton, could you check on him for me? If you're Michael Keaton and you're listening to this, can you, can you just drop us a line? Could you, you check in on Foursquare? <laughs> just let us know where you are. What if it's something really depressing? It was like, Michael Keaton is the mayor of the Safeway that he assistant manages. Oh, no. Oh, no. Michael Keaton has checked in at the Michael Keaton Museum that he made. I would hate to be the weird magician that came up with the frosty stuff and then tried to explain to people why. (laughs) I don't know what good excuse like first off you have to open and like the first line of your explanation has to be well not for sex <laughs> <laughs> listen i want to be clear on one thing this should what be self-evident this, this thing's made out of snow and coal there is there is no it's not a weird sex thing i was lonely mm-hmm. and was That's, i open-minded yes i was what is he has to fr- really explain friendship maybe what he has to explain away is why make this sentient living thing with the heart and soul of a kind human being out of the most like fleeting substance that there is i made this hat that you put on a fart and it turns it into a person oh what was i thinking you know how sometimes you experience a a, sort of a niggling fear of death can you imagine a creature that didn't even have the respite of knowing that that day would someday come and after that the fear would stop. Mm-hmm. I need something that's perpetually obsessed with its own <laughs> mortality. So much so that upon meeting small children it in this winter town, <laughs> he mentions casually his obsession with his own <laughs> fleeting lifespan. Um, original, my first shot at this was Frosty, the sort of homunculus I made out of wet sand right on the edge of the beach, right at about like 4.30, right before high tide came in. Have you ever noticed how from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. every single day, you just hear a creature screaming, a sandy, sandy scream in terror? That's my bad. That's but I'm going to get is- it right. Mark mm. my words. Just One move them up the beach, days. you say. That's not a bad idea. But then the pelicans can get at them. I'll workshop it, but 
I can't promise anything. Ugh, you know it's the pits. Is that that one unseasonably warm day? Followed by a week of just the chilliest winter. Dude, today I was walking around Cincinnati in a t-shirt and jeans. It was like 68 degrees today. And tomorrow it's going to be like 22. I think that Justin was talking about from the viewpoint of uh, of Frosty the Snowman, uh, human Travis. snowman. Not as as as, as with what? most things, I had to run it through a filter of how it pertained to me. Not as a <laughs> skin-based human being. It, it also was bad for me, though, in, in a <laughs> lot of sure? ways. Because then you had to find a sweater later. Right. Mm-hmm. At least you didn't have to face your own gosh darn mortality. While knowing that a life of happiness is just around the corner for you. But is it even sadder if you think about he puts this hat on, he mm-hmm. knows like nothing. It's his birthday, you know? By the He's, by the way, he, a a top hat, not even a sun hat to protect no, him from the rays. No brim whatsoever. And and he's just this happy-go-lucky young man, and yet for some reason there's two things he knows. He knows how to love, and that he will soon be dead. <laughs> he's learning everything else on his own, and yet there is one inherent piece of information in his head. Oh, by the way, if it heats up above, say, about 32, I'm out of here. Yeah. So you're basically saying he's the epitome of Tim McGraw's live like you were dying. Yes. He was specifically <laughs> created to know only one thing, and that he didn't have long to go. Live like you were melting. <laughs> I told some kids in the neighborhood about how it's gonna die. <laughs> I tried to, tried to go skydiving, but I just kind of fell apart because I'm made of snow. Can't, if, a, if a parachute whipped me back, it would probably rip me in half. Please don't throw my chest bones at a kid. <laughs> Why does he torment him. Frosty doesn't have bones, I don't think. I think that's what I was saying. His Why bones are you... made of snow, and then you turn those into snowballs, and then he hits everybody with it. Right. How is he ambulatory if it, and inside his snow flesh is not a nice skeleton? I uh, assume it was like uh, various sacks of water and air. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like squishing and refilling. Much and... like an octopus or something along those lines. Uh, did you go see Frosty? Yeah, I tried to stand next to him. And the sound of his body <laughs> <laughs> moving. What if maybe, maybe, had maybe. nothing to do with magic? It was just like the, the it was genetics. So it genetically made a half that when you put it on, like that was the only response system. This is gonna sound weird, but could you put your could you put your mouth on my armpit and blow? My air sac seems to have deflated. <laughs> I want to wave goodbye to you, kids. Oh, watch it's too late. Watch out for my venomous prongs. <laughs> I have all the, I have all the clothes to keep the dogs away. Oh, the traffic cop hollered stop, so I inked all over him. <laughs> Goodbye. I'm nature's greatest monster. <laughs> Merry Christmas. I'm I'm a nightmare. Please end me. Please just turn that radiator on. I will be outskis in like ten. It does explain why Frosty smokes though. Yeah. yeah. Why he has a pipe. He's What's got, he got nothing to lose? to lose. Yeah. Uh all right. I want to make some money. First up, just want to say a big happy birthday to Ethan. That's coming to you from Seth. I don't know why you got to take Jesus' flavor, though. Yeah. Way to go, Ethan. I mean, you guys realize that this episode isn't even going up remotely close to the day of, to yes, Christ Griffin. Birth. But everyone knows that he wasn't actually born on December twenty fifth. Yeah, it's just made he was that, born, he was on, born the on December seventeenth. Okay, 
They yeah. just they just had to delay it because of air time on TV specials. Ah, that, get out of here. That doesn't seem like that doesn't <laughs> seem true. So have so Ethan, we are so proud of you from <laughs> Seth. <laughs> you know, Seth didn't say this, but I really feel like he seems he's, proud he's really of you. touched by just everything that you've been doing lately. And he yeah, he's so proud of you. I wish you'd we, cut back on the I can't say (laughs) (laughs) You know, okay, so Seth is very proud of you, but he did mention that one thing, um, and it would be cool if you could maybe do that less. Let's just say Seth knows, and also Jesus knows, and also your net nanny knows, because Jesus installed a net nanny on your PC. All of those parties also know about the album National Helium Shortage by Red Sky Phenomenon. Griffin, you're into uh, music. What, what could that be? Um, if you like indie, if you're into indie, it doesn't get more indie than this. Uh, okay. This album, this album was created using Android apps and also a Nintendo DS. Did you guys know you could even do that? They no, got all they're... kinds of things. What do you need? A Korg synthesizer? They've got that on the, the, the DS. You can mix together entire albums. That's how CeeLo Green got started. Have you heard the album CeeLo Green made where he makes it on DS? <coughs> mm-hmm. It's called it's called, it's called Pokemon CeeLo Green. Um, anyway, uh, you can get it on Bandcamp at redskyphenomenon.bandcamp.com for $0 if you want, but you shouldn't want that. You should want to provide them money with which to continue their art. Um, and if it's you, very cool. I just listened to it. It's going gonna, it's gonna to... Get your blood pumping. It's all well, I like it even if I don't know what indie music is. Um, this would be a good way for you to start getting into indie. Okay. To start enjoying indie. It's a great indie gateway music. to indie. Yeah. So uh, You guys can put these quotes on your website if you want. Yeah. A great indie indie. It's an indie. Guaranteed. You have it from me, <laughs> the king of indie music. Um, guys, we have another very special sponsor this week. It is, uh, it is an app which you can get on your iOS. It's called uh, Bracalope, which is kind of a silly name. And I bet you're wondering, hey, what are you even talking about? Well, let me tell you. And stop being so impatient all the time. Uh, Bracalope is a tournament builder. It is mm-hmm. an app that lets you build tournaments. Not the buildings in which like the Olympics took place or anything like that. But uh, it lets you build the brackets for those tournaments, hence the Bracalope, up to 128 players. Um, and it allows you to put in all the metadata that you need. Metadata is so important for brackets, you guys. Um, does it say on there, like, does it limit the sport? Um, yes, it's Can only... Can you do blood sports? F- it's only for figure hacky sack. Um, so, uh, no, it's for it's all for all manner of things. Uh, and it's all online. It's all in the cloud. Uh, so you can automatically, you know, post your results online and stuff. And it's free. It's free on the iOS. Um... Bracalope is getting its start. Uh, it's sponsoring the Portland Pin Brawl 2013, which is a, as you can imagine, a pinball tournament in in Portland, Oregon. Um, so yeah, if you need to settle some stuff, maybe a Super Smash Brothers tournament, uh, maybe thumb wrestling, uh, maybe blood sports, maybe blood, maybe sports. best, maybe best kissing, maybe your best. Who's the best at kissing? It's the sport everyone can get behind. Then you gotta go to Bracalope.com. and you gotta download this app. It's free. You don't even need to go to their website. I know some people hate browsers. Just get by the way, that's spelled B R A C K E L O P E. That's correct. Bra- so. That's Bracalope. Go get it and solve your blood sport problems. I want to tell you about our last advertiser, ExtremeRestraints.com. 
it is a it is a diverse retailer. All right, all right. With a variety of goods that uh, seem to have no discernible theme. Nope. It's a general store then, you would say. It's something of a general store. Uh here's an attachment you can put on a drill that it seems to be a soft rubber tip, perhaps to protect you from drilling things accidentally. <laughs> have, have, what happens? Are you jamming a drill and then you turn it on and you say, whoops, that's not, I didn't mean to drill this this chair. How did you, uh, how you get into this predicament in the first you place? Trip. You trip. You get excited because you're about to mm-hmm. drill something. So you start drilling and then you fall or trip. Okay. I guess I think oh I, everything is illuminated. Okay, good. Now it all, all makes right. total sense. I'm I'm looking at one thing here and it looks like have you ever like been carrying a candle around and thought like I right, this takes up a whole hand and I need two hands to do some things. It looks like here they have a belt that you can wear that you can hold the candle on the belt and then you have two free hands. I think oh, that's impressive. I think I understand. Um you know how sometimes you're uh, at home, <laughs> you just got back from the grocery store, and you pull, you get out the kielbasas that you bought at the grocery store, and you think, man, I th- these sure looked bigger at the grocery store. And uh-huh. then you get them out, and you find them unsatisfyingly small, and you think, I, sure. these aren't going to keep me, these aren't going to fill me up. Um, they have a special, per- I'll call it a peripheral, and it is a pump. And uh-huh. you put the kielbasa inside it, and if you, <laughs> and then all of a sudden your kielbasa... The kielbasa that you bought for eating is bigger. Have Have you ever said something you didn't mean to someone, <laughs> and you think, "Ah, oh, me and my big mouth. When am I going to learn to keep my When am I going to learn to keep my big mouth shut?" Well, what if I could? What if What if you could put a ball in there all mm-hmm. the time that you can't take out at uh-huh. all? Maybe a big. Maybe you put a whole leather mask in front of your face that looks like a dog. And, and you, you know, never and it's say very anything. funny because you know it's it's a great gag gift because everyone's always walking dogs <laughs> but nobody ever puts the leash on a person. <laughs> and it, you know what else Good makes one it, extreme restraints? You know what else makes a great gag gift? Yeah, <laughs> a, a gag. <laughs> Oh, you ever wonder what goofs and goofs and goofs? Can this be the rest of the episode, please? <laughs> have you ever have you ever been at home and it's real hot? So you're obviously you're not wearing any pants or underpants, <laughs> and so you're sitting there. And um, I don't want to get blue, but let's say your privates are out. But all of a sudden, there's a, a bunch of wild dogs get in the room, and you're afraid that you'll be bitten uh, on your privates. Well, there's a special cage that you can put around it. <laughs> To keep uh, wild animals away from the thing that you have down there, whatever it may be. But I think Extreme I know. Extreme Strength is. is looking out for your safety. It's a hey. it's a safety cage like a shark with shark divers use. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know how sometimes when you turn into a werewolf, people chain you up in the basement. Uh huh. Well, what if only your privates turn into a werewolf? <laughs> <laughs> have you thought about that, underserved? Uh, portion of the population mm-hmm. it what if you're the captain of a pirate ship uh-huh. <laughs> okay go on <laughs> i'm following so far how you need something to with which to punish the 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 shipmates who act up and uh-huh. we're really uh you can't go to target and buy a cat of nine tails you know what i mean mm-hmm. 
Then, sure, th- yeah, go is, on. This is a whip specifically for non-sexual punishment. <laughs> I can't stress this enough. Or imagine this, that you're trying to get to work, right? But you're okay. late, and you need to take the carpool lane. But you're okay. by yourself, and you got no one to carpool with you. Well, then you reach in the trunk, and you inflate yourself a friend. And you <laughs> oh, pop them into buddy. your passenger seat. <laughs> carpool buddy, that's at extremestraints.com. You ever look at really ski cucumber and thought, I bet I could juice that. Uh-huh. <laughs> Streamerstraits.com has got you covered. Have you heard? Head honcho. Uh, man, chronic constipation is a problem that a lot of people run to nowadays. <laughs> maybe you want to buy, maybe you don't want to go to the ball greens and buy a douche. And maybe you want to buy a special douche, one that can get real deep in there. You know, chronic diarrhea is a problem. <laughs> It'd be easier to just plug it up. <laughs> Not, nothing, got you nothing. covered in extremist rains. Oh, nothing coming or going. Everything. Oh, my God. You know, you know, swings are great for the kids. <laughs> what about adults? <laughs> but don't you miss the fun of, of soaring through the air and out of care of the world? Well, extreme restraints has you covered mm. with a fun swing to mm-hmm. swing on. Sure. <laughs> I. You know what? Can't, hey, what can't am I- get your hand out of the cookie jar? No problem. <laughs> I got a loop for you. Uh-huh. ExtremeRestraints.com is the if you use the coupon code Middleist, you can get all these uh, gadgets, helpful household <laughs> items, helpful household gadgets at uh, at twenty percent off. So that's pretty great. Go to ExtremeRestraints.com, use the coupon code Middleist. <laughs> There's, um, you got, you got you, another one. Um, I just found a product. I'm, let me workshop it real quick. I, I just have to okay. workshop it while I talk. I need something to spread on my English muffins, and I'm a member of the male sex. I can't go out and I can't use country crock because it's too expensive, and I know I can't use girl butter because it's not it's not my it's not my given gender. Fortunately, Extreme Restraints has a product that is called boy butter, so I'll just go ahead and I'll buy a few of those in bulk, so I don't even have to worry about my butter needs anymore. It's like the Dr Pepper, you know, it's just for men, right? Yeah, it literally <laughs> That's what this butter is. It literally comes in a 16 ounce tub or also a squeeze bottle, which is good because sometimes I've only got one hand. Because the other hand is holding the English muffin. Are your kids Harry Potter pretending not upsetting enough? <laughs> well, we've got a wand for you. <laughs> it's okay. upsetting. Here we go. Brothers. That was 20 uh, minutes. That was worth it. That was the best ad ever. Brothers. I've been with my boyfriend for three years, and not once have I surprised him with a really good gift. He always buys w- what he wants. He's really into video games and a fan of the show. I just don't know what to get him that he'll enjoy, but also won't put me in the poorhouse. Can you help a lady out? Thanks, brothers, and happy candle nights. Boy, you know, uh, Polygon.com is running a great series of gift guides. Oh, don't you cross-promote. Uh, listen, I think that is that it is a great suggestion to go to Polygon.com. <laughs> don't make bathrooms where you eat, Justin. <laughs> This, this, by the way, this show is definitely the bathrooms. You understand that, right? The place we eat is the place we work, but this show is the bathrooms. <laughs> this show is most definitely the bathrooms. There's no question about that. Um, Let me ask you guys this. Okay. Is there something to be said? Like, I envision it as a triangle, right? Three different points. One point is surprise. One point is money spent. And the other point is, like, just numerical amount of gifts. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I feel like you can make up for not having one of the three present by having more of the other two. Sure. 
Sure. Because if you're not surprising him, fine. But I don't think you can and get don't, him. And make no mistake, if you buy a gift that we recommend and he listens to the show, you will not be surprising him. Right. No. Um, let me list off my top. This is going to make things really easy because you say he's really into video games and he's a fan of the show. Um, my top three presents of all time are the Sony PlayStation, the Game Boy Advance, and the Nintendo 64. So, like, just get him a new game thing. Just get him one of those new game things. Is it expensive? Yes. But is it, will he remember it forever? Probably yes. not, because he's not a child. But <laughs> it's too late to have that sort of impact. Um, what I could recommend is maybe a uh, maybe a book about video games. Um, That's not reading... surprising. A book. Yeah. Reading about video <laughs> games is actually how I kind of got into my current career, reading Leonard Herman's The Rise and Fall, Phoenix, The Rise and Fall of Video Games. I got you uh, a book, <laughs> nerd. <laughs> I wrapped it in socks to double how awful it is. <laughs> Hope you like oh, reading. <laughs> I got you, Here's I basically got you, you do stuff. <laughs> I basically I, I got you like, an unpaid like job. <laughs> <laughs> right. I got you a clerkship. Happy <laughs> oh. apprenticing. Um, God, gift giving is so hard, isn't it, guys? Yes, it is so hard. You know what's hard is was you get to be adults. Mostly, if I want something, I either buy it or convince myself I don't want it. Well, that's it's really hard to find something I'm not, not as, buying. That's not as common as you think, Justin. That is a specific problem that you do. Right. Well, that's true. What? I don't. Think I don't that... know a lot of other people that want a fushigi and just buy it. Well, then you don't know anybody that has an Amazon Prime account. Yeah, that's kind of our thing. <laughs> Oops, just bought a second Fushig. Both my wife and I wanted to buy a turntable. I was told to not call it a record player, but that's what we're using it for. For some time, so we could listen to some groovy tunes on vinyl. We've been trying to cut the Brickanalites season, and I'm racking my brain trying to determine a good gift for my SOO. So I keep coming back to it as a turntable. I really believe she'll be grateful and wrap it, but I can't help but hesitate because it's Ooh. something I want just as much. Ooh. It's uh, as if I'd be receiving one and a half gifts on the exchange. That seems a bit selfish to me. Brothers, what should I do? Buy something else and risk possible dissatisfaction? Or go ahead with the turntable and claim the lion's share of the candle nights? That's from EPless in Seattle. Such a good question. Wow, that's a good one. Yeah, for sure. Because there's lots of things that Teresa and I enjoy together. And so when I think this would be something awesome for both of us, it always throws in that, like tinge of like yeah but that's not how it's supposed to work can i give you some advice yeah please give me some advice not you you stupid idiot uh, what about me <laughs> neither of right. you, both of you are no okay just just enjoy it just today you just... said that like the devil would say it. no yeah can i say it a different just way just do it yeah okay and just enjoy it. <laughs> just enjoy the, the, this this special. It's a it's an aligning of the stars. As you, you should see it as a celebration of the fact that you and your significant other like the same stuff. You know what I mean? And also, you'll something, something out of it. You know what I mean? Why not do the turntable and also some records that you know she would like? I I bet they probably like the same kind of music though. Oh, oh yeah, that's, or you yeah. could just don't worry about getting her records that she likes, but instead only get her records that you hate. <laughs> <laughs> just ex understand that I'm giving something up by giving this to you. Right. 
And that is my right to not listen to Tom Jones all the time on vinyl. And just know that she's probably also getting you a turntable, and you're going to end up with two turntables. Mm-hmm. Please, uh, please don't. Also, dodge uh, Might I also recommend uh, a Crossley turntable? C R O S L E Y. I got one for Sydney uh, last year, and it is a fine product. Yeah, they make a really good uh, make a really good turntable. It comes in a case. It looks very retro. I like and that. a microphone. Uh, <laughs> all right. All right. Okay. Oh, Travis. <laughs> My son has asked Santa for a Wii U. Is it Santa or Santa? Santa. My son has asked Santa. Santa for... <laughs> My son has asked Santa for a Wii U this this year. My wife and I have absolutely no intention of buying a Wii U for a variety of reasons. He's young enough that we don't want to tell him the truth about Santa yet, but we don't want to be <laughs> he be disappointed when the big day comes. We've tried several ways of talking him out of this Wii U idea, but his conviction is pretty strong. How can we shake him of the idea that Santa will bring him this ridiculous gift without ruining the magic? That's from Alex. Why is your kid asking for presents from Sansa from Game of Thrones? I don't understand. See, Here, I listen. thought it was Beyonce's alter ego, Santa Fierce. Sure. Listen, uh, let me uh, l- let me talk to your kid. You guys have to leave the room. Come now, in so here, let me little just- Bryce. Come in here, little Bryce. Bye, Bryce. <laughs> let, the, let the brothers back right talk to you. Now, parents, you do have to leave the room. We pro- you know we can't use bad words. We've been bound by a blood oath. So uh, just leave the room and let us talk to him. <clears throat> Bryce. Just leave your kid with us. Leave your kid with us, us for like hey, kid. two minutes. Hey, kid, take this cape. Hey, kid, <laughs> kid, wear this cape while I talk to you. Listen, kid. You know Santa's going to bring it to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mom and dad are playing this, playing dumb, basically. So cool. They're trying to be so cool. You know, my parents try to play this game. Oh, uh, what? A Genesis? I'm not going to get you one of those. Mm-hmm. And then what's that? A Nintendo 64? Wouldn't you, like, settle for a Nintendo 63? Uh, uh, and then what's that like behind that. the couch? Oh, must be from Santa. What's that from Nani? Nani's got you another present. This is a secret present. Wait, what did what did Nani get it? Open it up. Oh, it's a sewing machine box. Nani, why would wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. Feels like there's some oh. extra space. Something to rattling around in this box. Open it up. Is it close? Oh, wait a minute. There's a map. The there's a map on this sweater. <laughs> is that a codex? Oh my god, Jesus had a son. <laughs> I'm not even worried about the Wii U anymore. <laughs> now I'm off on an international intrigue. I love this. I've got to go find the Pope and kill him while he sleeps. I did not ring the Da Vinci Code. <laughs> That's basically it. Um, Bryce, Bryce, listen. Bryce, Bryce you know Santa's going to bring it to you. Yeah, if you believe. Your parents are just playing dumb. If Santa always hooks you up. Bryce, for real, have you been good? That's the only question. Because if it Ooh. doesn't show up, then you know Somewhere along the line, you done goofed up somewhere. Bryce, have you been good, and are you a Christian? <laughs> have you heard the good news? Bryce, we've got good news. Wear this cape. Wear this cape. Take this little book. Don't tell your parents, though. Bryce, we've got good news about the love of Christ. Bryce, You're keep, this, care about- keep this little book secret, Bryce. <laughs> <laughs>
you're gonna be like, don't tell your parents it's a book, Bryce. They'll tell you it's all lies. They don't know. It's full of good news. Your parents don't believe, Bryce. That's why they don't think over you. Is ready to hear it. But if Santa doesn't bring you Wii U, then Jesus definitely is. This is Jesus is Wii U insurance, Bryce. If Santa doesn't bring you a Wii U, it's because your parents don't believe in Jesus. You gotta diversify. Diversify your Wii U portfolio. Listen, playing Wii U isn't cool. You know what? It's cool living forever. But, Don't you live forever, Bryce? And also possibly playing two Wii U's. One from Santa, one from Jesus. <laughs> yeah, after, after you hear this good news, you're going to be like, Wii who? Because of the good news. Nintendo Power? No, Power of Prayer. Power of Prayer. Maybe the real power isn't Nintendo Power after all. G- and also Nintendo Power of Prayer. Hey, Bryce, Jesus does what Nintendo not Just food for thought, Bryce. <laughs> Chew it over. Maul it over. Parents, you can come back! <laughs> wait, till, wait, till, it's all sorted! Right, Don't worry, Bryce? We, we, we smoothed it all out. Bryce. Wink. Bryce. Hey, listen, get, do get my cape back from him, though. <laughs> that I wasn't my for cape. keeps. That wasn't keeps, that was like a loader cape. Hey, after the he's, video, cry- he's crying because he saw something outside the window that scared him. A, it, was a, it was a hawk. A big hawk flew down. We scared it away. We freaked it out, though. God, once you have one year where Santa doesn't bring the kid what he wants, you're, you never have to worry about bad behavior again. <laughs> yeah. You know, do you want this to be like the one year? The one year that Santa really followed through on his seemingly <laughs> hollow threat to not bring you what you wanted? Um, it, it, just Merry Christmas, Bryce's parents. It's going to be a great one. I can just It's going to be a great one. Don't listen back to that part. You no. may be tempted. Just burn this after you after it's done. Oh, Your iPhone, told, I mean. Bryce, just flush it. Just flush this phone down the potty, Bryce. Daddy doesn't need it. <laughs> Bryce, come back That in. way Santa can find it, because mm-hmm. he lives in the sewers. <laughs> Santa. No, Let's I'm see. thinking of it. I'm sorry. One of those three is definitely going to hook you up with the Wii U. Jesus, Santa, or <laughs> Pennywise it. Pennywise is going to bring you a Wii U. <laughs> you do- this is important, Bryce. Don't go to him. <laughs> Let him come to you with the Wii U. Don't. He's going to come at you from the sewer like, check it Tell out. Tell him to slide it to you. I'm down here having a fun, fun two-screen experience with Mario and Yoshi. Come check it hey. out. And you say, no, Pennywise, why don't you come up? I got a big TV up here. How do you go up here, Pennywise? They all waggle down here, Brycey. <laughs> I'm going to need you to. Ch- I've, got a, I've got a lot of space that you can really explore with that gamepad. You're going to. I'm telling you, I think it's going to be way better up here. So why don't you just. Just not in the sewer. If we could, hey, I know kids love clowns. Is there a cl- clown in the world that can entice a chill aisle to follow it into a sewer? How good is this clown? He was just so gosh darn charming. He is. No, he's not. He's Tim Curry. <laughs> <laughs> and Tim Curry, as we know, could Tim is Curry not blessed with natural charm? Could Tim Curry entice any child into? Any space anywhere on the earth above ground or subterranean for any reason no. using any means imaginable. He can have all the Wii U's and candy in the world and be standing 10 feet away from the child in an open space. All right, space, Bryce, I'm going to make you a deal. Surrounded I'll give you by the Wii U, the candy, the pony, and the balloons. Right. No, he can, Tim where Curry, are you going? He can, Tim Curry couldn't entice a child into an ice cream truck driven by a Pokemon. <laughs> He could be surrounded by his parents and police officers. <laughs> Come here. You're going to love this. I'm chilling in here with Pikachu and Charmander. 
Charizard, pump the brakes. Charizard, I need Bryson to pile on. We're all eating push pops. (laughs) (laughs) How did you I see you met my faithful Gosley? Don't get strung out by the way I look. Well, like, what else do I have to go on right now? You are a clown with sharp teeth. I would rather not. Do get strung out. Very you know, strung out. To be fair, out. I also don't think Tim Curry could encourage an adult to do anything. Oh, <laughs> well, except dance. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this has been our very special, very Tim Curry agnostic <laughs> It, right, this is this episode where we make fun of Tim Curry, even though we all really love Tim Curry. God, yes. You seen Clue? So, so this has been a holiday. Treasure Island. Oh man, he, we could keep going like this for another two, two to three Let's minutes. Come along too. Let's keep. But let us. <laughs> worst witch. I mean, oh my god, that's a great one. I wish he'd do a Christmas version of that. We'd be like worst, worst elf. And he'd be like, and thinking happened not Christmas. Okay, so this has been my brother, my brother, and me. It's a Christmas show. Oh, he was advice. also great in the shadow. Oh okay. man, what's that? Man, everybody saw th- that. Thank you so much for for listening to the show with a family member. Uh, I'm sure you shared it with them, and and they can go and uh, f- find it, find it, and uh, listen to it on their own selves. So I appreciate. I'm sure that. they're so hungry for it at this point. Uh, yeah, I'm sure they're dying for another taste. They're not in any way full. Uh, thank you to people who tweeted about the show this week. Uh, Slim Jim, Fatty, Andy Jackson, uh, Dave, your fave, Bill Zucker, Geeky Lindsay, uh, Moskova Mule, Mule, sorry, it's a liquid you there, Indube, uh, Ryan Macklin, The Rab, everybody. Oh, and also, uh, just so you know, there will be no episode next week. Yeah. Because it's, it's Christmas, you fools. Yeah. We're going to be, you know, spending spending special time together. Um, I want to thank John Roderick and the Long Winters for the use of our theme song into departure off the album uh, Putting the Days to Bed, uh, which would make a great Christmas present if you haven't bought it for anyone. Um, it would make a great Hanukkah present too, but you missed it. You goofed. You missed it by a day. It would make a good anytime present. It would make it, sure. yeah, it would make a good Tuesday present. Um, so so yeah, just consider it. I just guys, thank thanks so much. I you know. You know what I mean? Yeah. We really, yeah, right? Well, the world's going to end in four days, so. Oh, yeah, we're not going to get a chance to talk to you again. Yeah, so we'll miss you. Yeah. I mean, the world is pretty much already over. Um, Mm -hmm. But but you guys have made these last few years just really 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 special special. and and good. And, you know, do you guys know what I'm trying to say? God, I get it. I get it. I do get it. God help me. I get it. Mm-hmm. We've been in the show for for two years and like eight months, and every year has been more special than the one before. Well, the year actually, the year has actually been worse. Like things are things are just really going to mm. he double hockey sticks. In a no, yeah, we kind of messed it up as humans this year, but um, and we'll get it back on track. I, I don't even think dogs have done great, especially no. great, um, no. either. Um, but and in spite of all that. You guys just keep me coming back for more, by yep. by which I mean life, I guess. Yeah. So thanks. There won't be an episode. Uh, does that mean we're gonna post an episode on New Year's Eve? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, we'll do that then. I guess. Um. And uh, appreciate we'll see you. you guys then. People need to know what we end up calling the next year. Although really, it's a moot point. Everything's going right in Quetzalcoatl's yeah. gullet next week. Yeah. At this point, after these last couple months, we really closed it down. Yeah, As we like everyone else will figure it out in four days. You know what I mean? I, I think Quetzalcoatl came for us now. We'd be like, ah, you got us. Yeah. 
Go ahead. Yeah. Give the next guy a try. By which I mean. That's our bad. Bipedal sentient cockroaches with superhuman mm-hmm. strength and brain power. Maybe next they'll have a better shot than we did because we really goofed it up. Merry Christmas, everybody, to you and yours, and happy holidays if you don't if you don't like Christmas. But it really is the best one. Um, this one was sent by Emily Wall. Thanks, Emily Wall. Uh, it's by Yahoo Answers user JSSL two two three four who asks um, this holiday themed question: Is Nickelback a good band to listen to while trying to get rid of a meth addiction? <laughs> happy Candle Nights, everyone. I'm Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. This has been my brother, my brother, and me. Kiss your dad. Skull on the lips.